Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. Uh, great to be back. Hope your holiday season was great. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I hope all of that occurred uh, for you and yours. Uh, and it's fantastic to be back. Frankly, about three days into it, I was ready to come right back. Yeah, I'd say about Monday of, <laughs> of vacation. Uh, I, was, I was ready to come back. Uh, 888-900-3393 is the number if... If you've forgotten and you'd like to participate in the show, uh, there's, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. There's just so much. There, there is so much stuff from over the break and that occurred over the weekend and that is going on uh, right this second. <clears throat> we had a nasty cold, uh, cold front come into Texas. Nasty. Finally, for the really kind of the first time. <clears throat> I mean, it's been a little bit chilly before, uh, once or twice, two or three days. Yeah, I love it. But wow, it got cold on Saturday. Saturday, it started out, what was it, 70, 72, 73 degrees? Yeah. Within just a few minutes. Yeah. I, I don't know. It was 30s, in the 30s. Yeah. Uh, at my house, it was 37. I think it went from <clears throat> 72 to 38 at my place in just over a couple hours. Crazy. Yeah, and, and I told my son, <clears throat> meet me in the front yard at uh, 3 o'clock. We're going to put the, the stuff down on the plants, you know, so they don't freeze with the shock. Yeah. No, yeah. no, I didn't have time. 2.30, man, whoosh. We're out there in short sleeves and T-shirt. And before we finished yeah. up, man, we're, we got pants on. We're like, this sucks. Yeah. No, it was violent. I loved it, though. I love it, too. <laughs> I love it. It would have been nice to have it on Christmas, except, uh, unfortunately, on Christmas, it was, what, 84, 85? <laughs> it was not pleasant. Ah, man. So... Yeah, such is life in uh, in Texas. Yeah, we got down to fifteen at uh, my place, and uh, and that, that of course is fifteen. Uh, yeah, yeah. That, wow. That's nothing like uh, like they played the um, they do the NHL Winter Classic every year, and this year it was in Minneapolis, where I believe mm. the uh, game time temperature outdoor there uh, was minus eight. Wow. With a wind chill of anybody think, show up for minus twenty five. Oh yeah. Yeah. Crowd, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Jeez. But that was nasty. I showed up for the, uh, you know, the terrible I Independence you, Bowl in bro. Shreveport. Oh, my God. I, I didn't even bring it up off the air. What a, what a time <laughs> to decide, okay, yeah, we're going to this game. Oh, God. Why would you ever do that? Why, Dude. in retrospect, it's Shreveport, Louisiana. That's all I could think okay, was. That is thing one. Yep. Thing two was, <laughs> I mean, after, you know, being in the 80s. Yeah. This was another, this is one of the very few times it would, we got a little cold snap yeah. but it was this miserable yeah. driving rain i mean it was continuous just driving rain in your face and we were soaking wet oh, and there was a really cold wind and it was about 48 degrees and it felt like about four degrees I, I, I was, and then yeah. and then they lost on top of it. I mean, seriously. Uh, what a I watched that game. Jeez, what and a And all bad I could game. think was, well, there's not a Ugh. lot of people in the stands. I no. wonder if I'll see oh, Pat. That's the other thing. Miserable out there. That's the other thing. Like, it was almost sold out, and nobody showed up for it. They, they were the smart ones because kind of wish we mm-hmm. hadn't gone. I mean, we had a good time. It was, it was, it was fun. Uh, but it was miserable fun. Yeah. If that makes well, and it doesn't make any sense, but that's kind of how I would describe it. And so many good people 
died over the two weeks we were out as well. Oh, yeah. With John Madden, Betty White. John Madden. Dan Reeves. Uh, uh, Harry Reid. I said good people. Oh, that's right. Yes, that's right. Um, you did say that. My gosh, you had Sam Joe. I mean, it's like so many just good people. It's so weird. I was just reading about Betty White and how she was about to celebrate her 100th birthday. Yeah, People Magazine jinxed it. Yeah. And then right after that article, she died. It's like, wait, what? Did People Magazine kill her so that she couldn't get to where she was going? She really thought she was going to make it to 100. And she was talking about how... January 17th. uh, Yeah. And and I think she said it was positive living or something and she was going to keep that going. Mm, no, apparently not. Too bad. Really yeah. sad. There, there's there's a rumor out there, and I don't have the print version. The rumor is that in the print version, it it mentions something about vaccines as as one of the keys to to living. But I don't know that that's. I haven't substantiated that. Hmm. So uh, hmm. anyway, that's the big rumor going around with Betty White and that she people. died from the vaccine. No, no. That that one of the one of her keys to healthy living was that. Was vaccines? Yeah, but uh, okay. I, I don't know. I don't think she said that. Like, that seems like a weird thing to say. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't you don't. You don't have that the in the article. People magazine. Well, no, no. And then so part of that rumor <laughs> was that they took that part out when oh. they repost. I again, I have not substantiated this whatsoever, but I know that you're waiting for the People magazine subscription to arrive at your place. Yes. Right? Yeah. Because you, yeah, yeah. you, <clears throat> that and Us Weekly. You're a big reader of that. Huge. And in style, in style magazine. Don't be ridiculous. People in us, yeah, love them. Don't believe them. <laughs> no, I, but, you know the, the. I I I don't even wait for the in style uh, swimsuit edition. I I get it all year round, all year round. Comes right to my door. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> does anybody subscribe to magazines anymore? <sighs> anybody? Did Did you see the John Madden special on Christmas Day? And how weird was that to see that? It was so good, and then literally just a few days later, we get the news that he passes he away. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that if you haven't had a chance to watch the John Madden special, it's 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 touching. It's good stuff. Uh, I have to check Madden. that out. I did, I did not see that. Yeah. All Madden, I think it's called. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Right when our two week break began, Senator Joe Manchin uh, delivered us a nice little. Nice little Christmas present. <laughs> he said he'd be voting against Joe Biden's Build Back Better plan and that he would not be intimidated by the radicals. Oh, Merry Christmas. Check this out. Surely we can badger and beat one person up. Surely we can get enough protesters to make that person uncomfortable enough. They'll just say, okay, I'll vote for anything. Just quit. Well, guess what? I'm from West Virginia. I'm not from where they're from. And they can just beat the living crap out of people and think they'll be submissive. Period. Okay. Wow. You know what? He's been kind of a surprise. Hmm. I really hope he sticks to his guns because a lot of times they don't. But he's been, you know, pretty solid. And it's hard in the face of all the pressure that he's getting from the president and every other Democrat around him. That's got to be. He has to feel like the loneliest man on this planet. Uh because this just and this just doesn't happen in the Democrat Party. You, you don't have people with common sense anymore in leadership in the Democrat Party. They're all communists, except for Joe Manchin and uh, Kirsten Cinema. Uh, meanwhile, 
Joe Biden sat down before Christmas uh, and apparently he's a little confused <clears throat> between pills and tests. Oh, boy. And uh, <laughs> there are some other issues with this. Yeah, I wish I had thought about ordering a half a billion pills two months ago before COVID hit here. <laughs> but Wait, we're what? nearly two years into this pandemic. You're a year into the presidency. <laughs> Empty shelves and no test kits in some places. Uh, three days before Christmas when it's so uh-huh. important. Uh, is that good enough? No, nothing's been good enough. Ah, but look, look where we full are. Full stop. When last Christmas, we were in a situation where we had significantly fewer vaccinated people vaccinated. What? Well, of course, we're a year later with the vaccine. Dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) What a weird. Uh, But a year later, we have more people vaccinated. Yeah. Than you did a year ago? Yeah. Okay, that's your big, that's your big victory? Trump wasn't getting needles in arms, was he? Yeah, I moved that, well, needle. Didn't I? When I got in office, I mean, they weren't they Crazy. weren't radi- they weren't available, man. <clears throat> right. Oh, he has got nothing. I mean, it just became available a year ago. Yes. Right. It right. It was a year ago. It was like the first of the year. Yeah. I remember right at Christmas, there was some old guy in the UK rolling up his sleeve. That was, was the first one first to get the vaccine. One. Yes. Yeah. He, but I, I think we could all agree when when Biden said. Uh, What'd he say? Nothing's been good enough. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's go, Brandon. <clears throat> In fact, let's uh, let's watch this from the beginning again because uh, this shows continued confusion on the part of this guy. Is, yeah, I wish I had uh, thought about ordering a half a billion pills two months ago before <laughs> COVID hit here. But I wish I, I thought of ordering half a billion pills. Well, that's a lot of pills to be taking. Um, <laughs> you better consult your doctor before you, you do that. Half a billion pills might not be the wisest uh, move for him to make. That might be what he's required to take every <laughs> afternoon to stay cognizant. It might be. <laughs> might be. Uh, so then then he admits nothing's been good enough. Let's see that. We're nearly two years into this pandemic. You're a year into the presidency. Mm-hmm. Empty shelves and no test kits in some places. Uh, three days before Christmas when it's so important. Uh, is that good enough? <laughs> No, nothing's been good enough. <laughs> wow, the are. end. Yeah. Stop. Full <laughs> stop. Gut check. Full stop. Uh, he's exactly right. How many times have we ever agreed with Joe Biden? I like that. I mean, we absolutely are in complete agreement. Common ground. Nothing he's done has been good enough. That's for sure. Wow. What an amazing admission. Of course, I don't want to give him or the federal government the green light to do more. No, I don't either. <laughs> Please don't but, don't hear what we're not geez. saying, bro. Wow. Uh, obviously, he's not happy uh, with the results. Very few Americans have been vaccinated so far. <laughs> Listen to oh, no. how many. He talks about how many. Uh, oh. This is right before Christmas, I think he was talking okay. about how few people have been vaccinated. Those 40 unvaccinated adults. Have a good chance of getting COVID nineteen. Forty. And some of you will get oh, very. Wait, sick. there's only oh, 40, forty unvaccinated. So that's pretty good then. Okay. I don't know what they're. Extremely what are they complaining about? Right. There's only forty people who okay. are not vaccinated. <clears throat> there you go. Wow, we're in a club, man. Wow, I, we are in a very exclusive club. Out of three hundred and thirty million of us, only forty are not vaccinated. 
So then, huh, that's a pretty good record, I'd say. Then they need to back off. Yeah, leave, leave us, us alone. alone. We obviously have spoken. <laughs> oh, jeez, man, this. Ah, uh, he's bad. He's uh, so if, bad. I mean, how do you put a number? Like, seriously, how do you put a number in the teleprompter for that guy? I don't know. Quite really, I don't know because he never gets it right. I don't know if they spell it out. I don't know if they're writing it numerically. But no matter what they're doing, apparently, it's not working because he can't deal with it. I guess 40 million, would you think, uh, aren't vaccinated? It's got to be more than that. I saw something. um, It's from the CDC, I believe it was, printed in the New York Times. So obviously you can trust both of those entities. Sure. That suggested that 85% of adults in America have received at least one dose of the vaccine. 85%. 85%. Yes. And and people didn't That's believe me. I found it. I ton. screenshot. I put the link up there. I don't know. This is a week or so ago. So I guess only 15% of adults have not been, have not, been not, vaccinated at all. And a third of Americans, <clears throat> I believe, so because you count the kids and stuff, have not received anything. That's an amazing percentage. Yeah. And a percentage that in the beginning, before all of this nonsense occurred they would have said we get to 85 percent. that's going to be full immunity you're going to be i mean that's going to be herd immunity if you can get to 85 percent of people vaccinated uh you're pretty much done yeah and that's that's where they they started in the 60 range yeah 60 percent right? or something 60 like or that? 70 yeah. yeah that was fauci himself but as <laughs> history has shown in, in in another montage we'll show again today it's not uh, enough. Well, not only that, but Fauci mm. changes everything. Oh, yeah. The goalposts are constantly moving with him and so many. Absolutely. He also said, Fauci just said that uh, he doubts that uh, we will ever not fly with masks on anymore. So if if you're on a flight on an airline and you're, you know, it's 2032, you're still going to be wearing a mask. Uh, in the mind of Anthony Fauci, I I can't believe that. I mean, I, even if this thing continues like that, there's no way Americans are going to put up with that forever. Is there? I just I can't I can't imagine it. But <clears throat> that's what he's told us. You know, from the uh, two weeks to flatten the curve to this thing never ends. Just. It just perpetually. That's, I mean, that's exactly right. Moves they keep perpetually moving the goalposts, <clears throat> and they're gonna keep doing it. Hey, happy New Year, everybody! Happy New Year. Twenty twenty two is gonna be just so even, even better, I think, than twenty twenty one was. If that's possible, do you think that's po- it's not even possible? Is it? <sighs> Such a great year. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Let me tell you about um, Moink because. Uh, if you're looking for the best uh, beef, mm-hmm. chicken, um, poultry, pork. Don't forget the salmon. You always forget the, the salmon. salmon. Oh. Oh, the wild-caught salmon. This is not farm salmon, you know. It's not where, toilet fish. No. This is, this is salmon that's been caught in the wild. Mm-hmm. Uh, these are the salmon that the bears haven't eaten. Uh, these, <laughs> this is the most delicious meat that you're ever going to get your hands yeah. on and your teeth into. Yeah, the interns for Moink actually go out there and wrestle mm. the bears. 
yeah. for this fish. That's a little known fact yeah. that's not in the copy, but uh, <laughs> we happen to know it's true. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, sign up at moinkbox.com slash unleashed to get a year of filet mignon for free and then pick what meats you want delivered wow. with your first, first box. And the filet mignon... Just had this over break. Oh, so delicious. So tender and tasty. You're going to love the ribeye. You're going to love the filet mignon. Uh, you can almost cut it with with a fork. It is so tender and so delicious. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash unleashed right now. And uh, you will get free filet mignon for a year. That's one year. Of the best filet mignon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. Spelled M-O-I-N-K box.com. Moinkbox.com slash unleashed. That's moinkbox.com slash unleashed. Pat Gray Unleashed. (laughs) And welcome to it. Uh, So here's how the White House celebrated Christmas with unmasked uh, dancing nurses. It's just uh, genius. This is grotesque. Really. The tree before my spirit falls again. That's some guy, man. Look at this. How come everybody has a mask but her? Yeah. Did they realize maybe uh, covering up people's voices isn't ideal? Wait, she doesn't have a mask. Oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, Jill doesn't have a mask. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't have a mask. That is really weird. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, the George Washington shot. No. No, no, come on. Stop it. <laughs> oh. Embarrassing. In all seriousness, it's embarrassing. I would rather live in the idiocracy world right now. As opposed to this. Oh, we've definitely exceeded oh idiocracy. My. Help me. I, I didn't anticipate, Corby, that he would want to keep playing this video so long. This is the greatest nation in the history of the world, <laughs> and this is what we've been reduced to. That sums it up. Oh, I'm going to be sick. Gosh. I'm, I will vomit today. Within the hour. It's atrocious on so many levels. So many. Okay, I can't do it another Uh second. I can't do it. Thank you. You made it a lot longer than I anticipated. Oof. It's just... You just had to let it soak in. Again, you know, this is is the nation that has really revolutionized this planet. (laughs) And this is where we are now. (laughs) Just embarrassing. It's really embarrassing. Uh, on Christmas Eve, the Bidens uh, <laughs> think their uh, White House set went to the... Oh, yeah. They've got this fake set for everything. Yeah. For everything. Everything. <clears throat> and so they, they did the uh, the NORAD thing, you know, where they... The Santa take, Claus thing they, where they they're tracking calls. Santa. Yeah, where's Santa now and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, here's so, what so happened. Yeah, I hope calls. you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. Mm. Uh, Merry thanks. Christmas and let's go, Brandon. 
That's Joe oh. Brandon. I agree. Yeah. Hey, by the way, where are you in Oregon? <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, are you in Oregon? Let's go, Brandon. I agree. Now see. So you agree with F Joe Biden? You, you agree with that? <laughs> That's great. There's another thing on which we can all agree. Look at this. We've come. Wow. Wow. The That's new year. Twice in the first 20 minutes of the first show of the year. 2022, the year of <laughs> harmony and solidarity. So okay, now, okay. Now that that's two Americas right there. You yep. got you got the dancing nurses, mm-hmm. insanity, just mm-hmm. grotesque. And then you got the guy telling the leader of the nation to go blank himself on national TV. I mean, that's that's America right there. <laughs> that now that is the America I can get behind. <laughs> now, so they had a, somebody was recording that dad on his end, and here's what it looked like in his living room when he called. Yeah, out. I hope you guys have a wonderful Christmas as well. <laughs> oh, Merry okay. Christmas and. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> I love that. Let's go, Brandon. I, I agree. Does it? Could it be that he honestly doesn't know? Still, at this point, he doesn't know what it is. He doesn't know what people are chanting everywhere he goes. Yeah. People are yelling that at him. Are you telling me he doesn't know? Well, you know Jill knows. Uh, she um, must. What am I doing here? <laughs> yeah. In fact, there's a billboard, wow. uh, I'm sure it's in numerous places, I've seen it at least at one place, where it shows uh, Jill on a big billboard, and it says, uh, please stop calling him Brandon, he's starting to think that's his name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, he and he agrees, does. and he agrees. He agrees. He agrees with the sentiment, so... Ah, uh. <sighs> man. Mm. He's actually polling in the, in the latest Gallup poll below... Uh, Kamala Harris right now. Uh, the surprising, wow. pr- surprising poll- polling results come from a poll in which uh, just over 800 randomly sampled adults were interviewed by, by phone between December 1st and 16th. Uh, so Supreme Court Justice John Roberts earned the highest approval rating. I saw that. Get well, out of here. That, I mean, this guy is... is <laughs> John Roberts is getting what he wants. He just wants to be popular. Yep. He doesn't care about the Constitution. He cares about popularity. Yes. So congrats to him on winning this poll. It's about, it's about his his popularity and his legacy. And so uh, he's at the top with 60% approval. Uh, I'm among the 34% who do not approve of the job John Roberts has done. Then we got Fed Chairman Jerome Powell at 53% approval. <laughs> Followed by, get this, Anthony Fauci, still at 52%. He's still above water, uh, approval-wise, 52, 47, he's five points above. Uh, Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is at 49%, 49, 43. Merrick Garland, same. Uh, House Republican leader Kevin McCarthy, 46, 49, he's underwater. Kamala Harris, 44 to uh, approve. 44% 44% approve, 54% disapprove. Uh, Chuck Schumer, 44% approval, uh, 53% disapproval. And then you come to Joe Biden, 43% approve, 51% disapprove. Mm. Again, this is a Gallup poll. So um, one of the main polls that people have watched for decades, the only ones lower than Joe Biden were Nancy Pelosi at 40%. And uh, Mitch McConnell at 34%. So Joey B now finally <clears throat> below Kamala. 
mm-hmm. right? She was at 44, he's at 43. Right. So if that uh, disparity becomes, you know, wider, mm-hmm. you think they make a move to try to replace him? Or, or do you think that it's built in, they're going to give him at least the two years? Because we're almost to a full year now. and, and Yeah. I, I think they're going to try to ride this out. I think, but I don't, I, they don't want him to run next time. That's for sure. They don't want him for 2024. And I think they'll primary him if, if he does run. Well, uh, <clears throat> Jerome Powell is popular though. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, seriously, you're calling people Gallup and you're asking them that how many people are like, oh yeah, love that guy. He's charging money stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Sure. Yeah, Fe- the Fed chairman. What do you know about him? For ninety-five percent of Americans, almost nothing, probably. Mm. Right? Nobody follows the Fed chairman, uh, in- including really us. Uh, we don't talk much about the Fed chairman. We've talked about the Fed movement, but we don't talk about Chairman Jerome Powell very often. Have we- has that ever come out of our mouth? Now, if you ask the question on Anthony Blinken, if you mention <clears throat> Afghanistan when you ask that question, oh yeah, I'd like to see that number then. Yeah, because yeah. Af- Afghanistan just an absolute abject disaster. But like like Biden said that we have found common ground this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing's been good enough, <laughs> Joe. That's for sure. There's your show title, boys. Nothing's been good enough. Joe Biden, nothing's been good enough. That's so great. Uh, 888-933-93, also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, Biden's judicial nominee, Nancy Ab- uh, Abdudu. Abdudu. Wait, A-B- For real? A-B-U-D-U. Abdudu. Oh. I, I, I have not... For what? What's a nominee? I've not heard Deputy this Deputy legal director uh, at the SPLC was nominated by Joe, Joe Brandon <laughs> Wait, uh, to serve on the United States <laughs> Court of Appeals. So he, so Nancy's been nominated for the Circuit Court of Appeals in the 11th Circuit. Covers parts of Alabama, Florida, and Georgia. Abudu okay. <laughs> has a long history of extremism. Starting with a stint at the ACLU that stretched from 05 to 2019, as well as her stint on the discredited Southern Poverty Law Center. Uh, Abudu uh-huh. says that voter ID laws oh, no. and proof of citizenship are voter suppression. All right. And really, to a certain extent, that's really true. Because we are trying to suppress the vote of people who shouldn't be voting. <sighs> You know, it's like uh, it's like laws that forbid stealing are are uh, theft uh, suppression. Yes, we're trying to suppress theft, mm-hmm. and with the vote, we're trying to suppress the illegal votes from people who shouldn't be voting because they're not citizens here. And yet, these people uh, who have these extremist ideas. And the, the Southern Poverty Law Center is just as extreme as you can get. They, they continually are nominated by this guy, by Brain Dead Joe. Uh, and one after another, he just doesn't care. And this was the guy who was supposedly a moderate. At least during the campaign, he was the moderate choice. 
I mean, we tried to tell everyone, this guy is not a moderate. He is one of the worst progressives in office in the last 50 years. Don't buy into the fact that he's a moderate because he's not. And here we are stuck with him, uh, you know, trying to get communists into the banking system, uh, trying to nominate this woman for uh, the circuit court. Uh, it's, it's agonizing. It's agonizing. 888 Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Something else that's agonizing uh, that happened over the, uh, over the break. ESPN is still lying about the Bubba Wallace noose situation. They tweeted out a clip with the caption, Last year, a noose was found in Bubba Wallace's stall at Talladega Super Speedway as they were promoting an upcoming E60 special, which is a proven lie. It was not a noose. It was exposed as not a noose. The, uh, I mean, even CNN admitted it wasn't a noose, but ESPN still sticking to that story. Unbelievable. As much as ESPN wants you to think Bubba Wallace was a victim of a hate crime, he, of course, wasn't. The FBI quickly found no one put a noose in Wallace's garage. Instead, it was a rope to help open the garage door and had been in the stall for a long period of yeah, time. Yeah, but who's going to watch a documentary over a garage door opener? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't think garage that's door true. openers get good ratings. Jeez. <laughs> Ray Unleashed. Some tweets here. Carl Smith tweets, President Biden says if he's in good health by the next presidential election, he'll run again in 2024. Do you really think he'll get better by then? (laughs) (laughs) Rowdy introvert, uh, nice to know that there are 39 other adults out there. Comfort in numbers. Look at that. Mm -hmm. So it's me, you, and Rowdy introvert. So we got three of the 40 have been (laughs) That's right. Uh, Jimmy Dimples, only 40 unvaxxed left, and I'm one of them. Here's another one. There's number four. Okay, right okay, okay. I feel like the last survivor in a zombie movie. Yeah, that's the truth. Pelosi's uh, kente cloth? <laughs> a year into Biden's presidency, his staffers are still giving him numbers to screw up in speeches. It's political malpractice. I'm starting to wonder whether someone in his inner circle is doing it on purpose. You do have to wonder what's going on. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Stop with the numbers. If you can't do it, wouldn't you? If you really uh, like this guy, you believe in his policies, you work for him, wouldn't you do everything in your power so that he doesn't screw up? And when you see him screw up every time, every single time, there's a number involved. You stop putting the numbers in it. I think that it used to be <clears throat> that backstage they were sweating bullets panicking, you know, did you get all the numbers out of this speech? Did you get all the numbers? And now I think this person's right. It's probably just a game yeah, now. Let's it see might if be. we can make the old man screw up again. And from Jeffy's Meat Sweats, uh, 104 years into the flu with countless deaths, but we're told you must restart flu deaths to zero every year. Yeah. Two years into COVID and the death odometer still won't roll over. That's a great point. It's almost as if it's political. No. Oh, come on, Pat. No, Stop. come on now. Come on. What? 
No. By the way, you were talking about uh, the Bubba Wallace. <coughs> the noose. Noose in the garage. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, over the holiday, uh, the old man was out on the beach uh, with Dr. Joe Biden, and uh, he is wearing a mask, I'd like to point out. She's not. And, they, and they're, they're on the there, beach. They're on the beach with their little puppy. You mm-hmm. know, they're going to actually, you know, take the time to train this one, I'm sure. And uh, what is he holding? Why would you be out there fully masked, of course? Oh, but with a noose. With a noose? Don't is, tell me that's a that leash. Is that a threat against Bubba Wallace? Yeah, I don't want to hear any excuses. People are like, no, it's uh, a leash. It's a leash. Shut up. Shut up. That took some time to make. Thank you. That took some serious time to Thank do it you. that way. Come on now. Look at that. That's Where's a, ESPN on this? That's egregious. The, the noose in the hand of the President of the United States threatening Bubba Wallace. Yeah, right? (laughs) Where are you on this, ESPN? Didn't like to see that. Um, You know, the man is the leader of the nation. Set an example. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. to. Well, I would be surprised because it's Biden, so they wouldn't do that. Uh, But ESPN has been so bad. They're almost worse than than CNN because they shouldn't be doing any of this in the first place. (laughs) Uh, In November... ESPN's Jalen Rose announced on NBA Countdown that in 2020, the police had shot and killed an innocent man, Jacob Blake. First of all, Jacob Blake is not dead, and uh, he wasn't innocent. The police shot him after a woman who Blake had sexually assaulted called the police on him. And then when police arrived, Blake had a knife in his possession, refused to drop it, so they shot him. In April, ESPN's Mark Jones interrupted a live NBA game to say the police shot Blake while unarmed, even though, of course, as we just mentioned, he admitted to having a knife. Three weeks later, Adrian Wojnarowski spread the same lie about Blake in a column that ESPN edited, posted, and promoted on its homepage. Mark Jones tweeted that police are more, (laughs) more likely to murder black people than protect them. Okay, an obvious, asinine statement. Richard Jefferson said Kyle Rittenhouse crossed state lines with his AR-15. I mean, the the garbage that's coming out of ESPN, and they're not, they're never called on it. They're they're never fact checked on any of this stuff. It's getting more and more difficult to um, to watch ESPN. If it wasn't for the fact that they they carried a football game. They carry the football <laughs> games that my team no. is playing. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do? Seriously. Well, I mean, hold on a second. You <clears throat> actually put your money where your mouth is so that you wouldn't have to sit there and watch ESPN mm-hmm. for the BYU game. You braved the elements. And you went to, went Shreveport. to Shreveport, Louisiana, sat in a driving yes. cold rain to watch your team get their butts kicked. In a lovely city, too. So that you wouldn't have to see mm-hmm. it on ESPN. That, that so is you, true. you put your foot down. I, I did. And you suffered because <laughs> of it. You Greatly, took one actually. for the team. Yes. Well, literally. Have you ever been to Shreveport, by the way? I have <clears throat> driven through it so fast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Beautiful. It is Especially this else. time of year. Right. Beautiful. I can just see Beautiful. grime and casino casinos yes mm-hmm. yeah uh that's interesting i because i i've been to new orleans and i don't i don't remember seeing 
the casinos there. Are there casinos in New Orleans? I don't know that they're in New Orleans. Um, they're down in uh, Biloxi, Mississippi. Huh. And uh, they're up there in Shreveport. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't know that they're... I don't no, think there are in, in New Orleans. They're too busy <clears throat> being terrible. Yeah, it's just a gross town, man. They don't they don't have time for fun casinos there. <laughs> um, but uh, did you get to do it? Because, I mean, I know you're a big gambler. Right? Oh, right. So yeah, did huge. you did you get to do the? Well, uh, we went into one of the uh, one of the casinos because there was a restaurant in it that we wanted to to eat there, uh, and uh, it was ding, 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 yeah, it was it's amazing. Yeah. And there's smoking allowed. Oh, yeah. in oh, there. That's yeah, I can't. And think. that that's the thing that stuck out most to me because everywhere you go here, mm-hmm. there's no smoking, and so you don't have to put up with that smell. Yeah. I mean, you walk into there and it almost chokes you to death. Yeah. if you're not used to it, it's yeah, really, really prevalent. Yeah, if, if there's you've... more smoke than air, right? And it's fascinating, like growing up as a kid, you know, there was smoke in my house growing up and then, you know, you, you move away, you go to college, you come back and, and then you walk in, you're like, whoosh. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. this that's is right. the smells of childhood. That's All what right. it smells like. Yeah. So that's probably what it was like at the old casino, right? Yes. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. I always uh, But a ton of people in there losing their life savings. <laughs> so that was good. See, and I always thought people. it would be easier for me to lose my life savings at a casino if they would have a smoke-free gambling section. For those of us mm-hmm. that only want to participate in one vice at a time. Okay? <laughs> right. So, you know, let's let's get on that. Let's make a smoke-free yeah. casino, or at least a section, yeah. so people like me don't have to rush my yeah, because you would, you would probably like to hang out at the casino for a while, from time to time, right? Yeah, me and the blue hairs, man. We'd just be yeah. sitting there, ching, ching, yeah. It's another day. thing we noticed. Very much a blue hair type of place. Yeah. Yeah. Not a, not a lot of, you know, 21-year-olds in the casino uh, pulling down on that on that uh, slot machine arm. Yeah. Mm. No, I'd say the 65-plus. My track record... Uh, at these places is not good. I don't think I'll anybody's say. track yeah. record at those places is good. Yeah, I mean, I I, I know how to. Man, I got stories. I've got stories, Pat, about the Las Vegas airport. I did win three hundred bucks playing bingo, though. My mom and I played bingo once, and uh, three hundred bucks I cleaned up. And where to go? I don't think the old people were happy that the outsider <laughs> was visiting town and busted up their game and walked away with the grand prize. Damn whippersnapper. Yeah, come on. Beating us in bingo. Right. I won't have it. Yeah, a couple of biddies following me out of the I parking won't lot have it. with their canes. Did they? Yeah. Like, you get back here. I know that was rigged. <laughs> it's quite a day. Uh, all right. 888-933-93. Uh, hey, the mRNA creator, Dr. Robert Malone, uh, we've talked about this guy a few times before. Yeah, he was on with Joe Rogan discussing uh, the next fight our society is going to face mm. on the COVID front. Such a great interview with he and Mr. Rogan. Now they're trying to discredit Joe Rogan like crazy. They, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that you know they're lying about the things that he has said or the things he took when he had COVID nineteen. You know, they continue to call it horse paste. Uh, and he even called out Sanjay Gupta on his show. Yeah. And asked him why he didn't, you know, protest any of that at CNN when he knows that that's not the case. 
And he admitted he knew that wasn't the case. And still, mm-hmm. uh, Gupta didn't do anything about it at CNN. And it's not just Joe Rogan who's getting, uh, <clears throat> they're attempting to discredit, I'll say. Um, Robert Malone, the subject of this clip that we're about to play, I mean, that guy... A revered he, scientist oh, until now. He's got credentials yeah. as a doctor, yeah, he does. covers the, the bases or everything. He got pulled off of Twitter. He got kicked off of there. Oh, he did? Yeah, so, uh, oh, and, and no explanation, of course, because they never do. It's just that when you have dissenting opinions such as his, as we'll illustrate here, um, you've got to be silenced. And boy, social media working overtime, Google working overtime to, to crush the voices that aren't lining up with the government. And here's why. Here's what he had to say. Um, there's two hills that are willing, I'm willing to die on. One is stopping the jabs and the children. And one is, you know, resisting the erosion of free speech, which is the fundamental principle on which our democracy and our society, civilized Western culture is built on. I like to say when I give rallies, do you remember back a couple of years ago when you felt sorry for the people in the People's Republic of China because their internet was filtered, they weren't allowed free speech, their government told them what to do and think, Okay, now here we are, okay? And the next thing that we all feel sorry about, social credit system, okay? Wake up, folks, wake up. Mm. Yeah, and they're already talking about implementing something like that in Britain. (laughs) Uh, It's, I mean, it's here and it's terrifying. Yep. Uh, Also from the same interview, uh, he's explaining the similarities between 1930s Germany Mm -hmm. and Western civilization today. From basically European intellectual inquiry into what the heck happened in Germany in the 20s and 30s. You know, very intelligent, highly educated population, and they went barking mad. Um, And how did that happen? Um, The answer is mass formation psychosis. When you have a society that has become decoupled from each other and has free-floating anxiety in a sense that things don't make sense. We can't understand it. And then their attention gets focused by a leader or a series of events on one small point, just like hypnosis. Hmm. They literally become hypnotized and can be led anywhere. And one of the aspects of that phenomena is the people that they identify as their leaders, the ones typically that come in and say, you have this pain and I can solve it for you. I and I alone okay, can fix this problem for you. Okay. Then they will lead. They will follow that person through. It doesn't matter whether they lie to him or whatever. The data are irrelevant. And furthermore, anybody who questions that narrative is to be immediately attacked. They are the other. <clears throat> this is central to mass formation psychosis, and this is what has happened. We had all those conditions. Mm. You remember back before 2019, everybody was complaining. The world doesn't make sense. Blah blah blah. Um, and we're all isolated from each other. We're all on our little tools. We're not connected socially anymore, except through social media. Um, and then this thing happened, and everybody focused on it. That is how mass formation psychosis happens, and that is what's happened here. And how uh, profound is that, that anybody who goes against the status quo now uh, is immediately 
attacked by everybody else. Yeah, and that phrase immediately. That he, he used there the the uh, mass formation psychosis that was trending all weekend uh, on Twitter. Mm. And and it became such a popular discussion to have that Google manipulated searches. Um, uh, Steve Kirsch, I believe, did this article uh, on Substack where he showed how Google was manipulating the search results of that phrase. How DuckDuckGo would show you the Dr. Malone clip and some really good articles, whereas Google had some, like, gamer talking about it, knew nothing. It was just so blatant what Google was doing. Um, had a gamer talking about yeah, it? Yeah, and, 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 and the way Kirsch pointed out <clears throat> is that the, the ratings for this link were so low, it made no sense why it would be such a, a popular search result on Google. Um <laughs> Anyway, so they are so desperate to stop this. Desperate, yeah, and transparent. They're not even hiding it anymore. That's the thing. These major corporations don't even—they don't even try to cloak what they're doing. They don't—they don't care. I think everything's gone so far now that uh, there's nothing you can do about it, and so uh, they just go ahead and do it. Yeah. Right out in the open. And Twitter, of course, you know, in the past they've taken Donald Trump off. They took Robert Malone off. Uh, they took uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene off. That just happened over the weekend, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And and uh, one thing that came out of this interview, which fascinating, if you get a chance, after you're caught up on all of the Blaze podcasts um, here, uh, go and listen to this Joe Rogan with Dr. Robert Malone. And and one thing that came out of it is they were talking about Getter, the other app uh, that's kind of like Twitter. Mm-hmm. And Joe Rogan got on Getter after this conversation with Robert Malone and so there has been quite a mass a mass migration to Getter in the last twenty four hours since. Uh, so Joe it's going to be Getter instead of Parlor. Yeah, I think so. Is Parlor pretty much done now? I think they really lost their their momentum with that. Uh, yeah, kind of seems like it. Plug being pulled. Yeah. Yeah, that can't happen to Getter. I don't know. Who? Uh, <laughs> I remember reading about who, yeah, who, who started was, that, but I, I know. can't remember now. Just That's because, a great question. Yeah. Uh, just because I want to remember. And now it's mm-hmm. it's uh, topical and relatable. And, uh, of course, so I can't remember who uh, it is that, that started that. Um, but we'll look, that, we'll look into that. Uh, I wonder how many people have made the switch. I mean, it's probably at least thousands, if not hundreds of thousands by now. With Rogan jumping over there? Oh, gosh, I don't know how many. Yeah. No doubt uh, a considerable number of people. Yeah, yeah. So is Pat Unleashed going to get over there? Yeah, I think we should have a presence there. Yeah, probably. And we can call you Mr. Getter? (laughs) Yes, yes. Okay. And it's a little premature now since we're not even on it. But, uh, yeah, soon. Soon I'm... um, I'll be uh, holding that title. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. Also, we got to tell you about Kamala Harris's Kwanzaa memories, which are so powerful and beautiful. <laughs> Get into that. Uh, and AOC's Boy. hypocrisy, which is great. Going to dinner in Miami, Florida over the weekend. That Gray Unleashed. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, got some tweets here. Uh, Kara thirty twenty two tweets. 
those working to shred our constitution and fundamentally transform the U.S. are the same evil outraged over 1-6. Remember Obama in 2010. Reward our friends and punish our enemies. Mm. Unrepentant capitalist tweets, uh, clearly the POTUS is not carrying a noose while walking his new dog. It's obviously a whip like the Border Patrol <laughs> carries. Oh, no. Uh, Brandon's <laughs> loose lug nut. ESPN, the Exponentially Socialist Propaganda Network. Oh, I like it. Uh, I like that, too. Uh, by the way, we uh, we have the chart. Oh, yeah, the chart that I... Uh, from the CDC. Okay, yeah. So I mentioned that 85% <clears throat> of adults have received at least one uh, dose of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. Um, do we have that graphic available? Check that out. Look at that. There See, it is. Ages 18 and up, 85% have received at least one dose. Fully vaccinated wow. adults, 73%. That's a huge, both of those, huge yeah. numbers. Yeah, if you do all ages of Americans, Jeez. 73% have received at least one dose, 62% are fully vaccinated. Okay, so ages. that includes children, mm-hmm. which is ridiculous. You shouldn't have to include children. They shouldn't even be getting vaccinated. Especially when they shrug off COVID mm-hmm. for the most part mm-hmm far and away like it's nothing at all yeah more die from the flu than they have died from covid Uh, so 85 percent of adults are at least partially vaccinated 73 percent fully vaccinated that is incredible that's incredible i never thought we'd get to those numbers but uh it's not good enough it's not Not, good enough man it's it's not and it's never going to be they're just gonna they're just going to keep pushing this thing uh, 888-900-3393. Let me share something really warm and tender with oh, you because good. I uh, love that stuff. Kamala Harris put out a beautiful video for the holidays um, with her with her memories of the holiday season. Oh, okay, cool. And yeah, just so touching. Yeah. I thought we'd, we'd share it with you. Happy holidays, everyone. Thank I you. I wanted to take a moment to send my warmest wishes mm-hmm. to everyone celebrating Kwanzaa. Oh, that's like so many so people. many other holidays, so many. we will be celebrating Kwanzaa a little differently this season in yeah. our home. Yeah. We'll yeah. be doing it over Zoom. Over Zoom. Okay. You know, my sister mm-hmm. and I, we grew up celebrating Kwanzaa. Of course you every did. Every year. Our- I mean, every year. You, of course you did. Uh, Kwanzaa was such a well-established <laughs> traditional <laughs> holiday. No. That, of course she did. Uh, she was born in 1964. Kamala was. And uh, Kwanzaa was invented in 1966, two years later. So uh, it had been long established sure. by the time she was, well, it, it was just invented by the time she was two, but well established by the time she was three. And I'm sure they were steeped in the tradition of Kwanzaa. Oh, sure. Every year thereafter. Yeah. And I will say the thing that is really upsetting this year is that the Kwanzaa season really seemed to fly by. You know what? Yeah, it did. Like, you get that one candle of hate whitey lit, yeah, and before you know it. it, seven days are gone. Right? I just... Really? Unbelievable. Yeah. That's unbelievable. Family would, in our extended family, we mm-hmm. would gather around across multiple generations. Yeah. And we tell stories. The kids stories. would sit on the carpet and the mm-hmm. elders would sit in chairs. And, of course. And we would light the candles mm-hmm. and, of course, afterwards have a beautiful meal. A beautiful meal. And, of course, meal. there was always the discussion of the seven principles. Well, the seven mm-hmm. principles. And my favorite, obviously. I have to tell yeah. you, was always Her favorite the one was. about self determination. Kuji yeah. And, you know, essentially it's about, Mm -hmm. you know, it's about be. Be It's about be and do. do. 
Um, be, be the do. person you want to be and, and do, do the, things the things you want to do and do the do. things that need to be done. And the <laughs> things that need to um, be done. It's about done. not do letting anyone and write be our future for us. Right. Um, but instead going out and writing it for ourselves. Let's be and do. That's what it is. That's what it's all about. Be and do? Yeah, be and do. Two of the really important Kwanzaa themes Gucci. that we've all celebrated for so many Uncle years. Leah. So many, so, so many years. Mm. See, so her favorite one is Kuji <laughs> Chugwalia. My favorite one is Ujima. Ujima? Yeah. U- yeah. That's not B and Do, though, right? No, no. No. And the reason I selected that one mm-hmm. is because it's the only one that I can even remotely pronounce. Okay. And it means collective work and responsibility. Ah. Which doesn't uh-huh. sound communist at all. Not at all. Uh, collective work. <laughs> no, that doesn't. Either sound. does Ujama. Uh, cooperative economics. That doesn't sound communist at all. <clears throat> I got some Ujamas for Christmas. Little Tommy John uh, uh, yeah, Ujamas? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whack, whack. Really nice ones. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good for you. Yeah, thank you. So how many of the candles did, did you light? Uh, 14. 14? 14, yeah. It's I just, only seven. I went the, the seven. I did the seven twice because well, I... I love it so much. It just wasn't enough so, after seven nights. So we had to do it all over again. It was beautiful. It's twice as much beautiful. Kwanzaa celebrated the gray household. Yeah. See, what I was getting at when I started to ask you, you know, how many candles did you light? I was going to ask you, how many did Jackie light? Did you have the kids mm-hmm. light one each night? Oh, mm-hmm. no, no. You did 14 all on your own. Mm-hmm. That's selfish. That doesn't seem to be the spiral, <laughs> spirit of, uh, of Kwanzaa. Um, umoja oh, unity. Dang it. I mean, you know, Darn. that's... Uh, Hmm. Well, it was be and do. I was being really excited about Kwanzaa, and oh. I did light the candles. Right, uh, under so. the spirit of Kumba, which is yes. creativity. Right. <laughs> There's not a single person alive who believes that she celebrated Kwanzaa every year. Get out of here. Ugh, such garbage. No, and, and in fact, her little... She took that deep, long pause. My favorite is... Uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, it's the, uh, uh, no, the we one went you, over this you, at the meeting. Yeah, the cu- uh, no, cu- 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 <laughs> uh, Niner. Uh, she yeah. doesn't stop. No way. Come on. Stop. <sighs> okay. It's a, it's a made-up African holiday, right? It's an African-American holiday that was seeped in racism. Yeah. As, as, as far as admitted by the founder who wanted a holiday mm. for little black children because don't be like whitey. Oh no, don't 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 celebrate Christmas. We got to do we got to have our own thing here. Wow. Jeez. Yeah. yeah mm. it, it was uh yeah, I mean there, since there, when did Christianity become a white thing? Uh <laughs> never, by the way. Never. Yeah. And and, so. and there is a quote that I'm I'm not finding off the top of my head, but I mean it's so clear of what the intent was of this holiday. It's it's to separate us, uh, to to divide us, and uh, you know it's so interesting to watch the segregation become a good thing and the integration become a bad thing. Now, wow, how did that happen? How how did everything that Martin Luther King believed in? How did all of that get flushed right down the toilet? It's yeah. pretty amazing. 
Yeah, uh, the person who created Kwanzaa uh, says, quote, it was to give blacks an alternative to existing holiday of Christmas and give blacks an mm. opportunity to celebrate themselves and their history rather than simply uh, uh, intimate the practice of the dominant society. Check this out. Here we go. You must have a cultural revolution before the violent revolution. Oh, nice. Uh, the cultural nice. revolution gives identity, purpose, and direction. Uh, so God, that, that that's that's the uh, meaning of Kwanzaa. It's just unbelievable. Unity. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Representative Alexandria Ocasio Cortez was spotted dining in Miami Beach, Florida, on Thursday, according to a tip received by National Review. On the same day that her native New York City reported a record number of COVID nineteen cases. Photos obtained by National Review show Ocasio-Cortez seated outside uh, this restaurant, this uh, Duraku Sushi and Izakaya in Miami Beach Thursday mm. afternoon, raising a cocktail in one hand mm-hmm. and checking her phone in another. <laughs> <laughs> Look that's, at that. That's beautiful. There they are. Yay. She's there with her boyfriend. So uh, I thought that, you know, Florida was so evil because they're not restricting everybody's movement. Right, and they're not being safe about COVID nineteen, and you have to have the passport in New York City to go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. But so, what's she doing in Miami? Yeah, and and, and this was pointed out a lot on social pointed media. Pointed out a lot. Yeah, I mean, the, yep. the COVID cases. Um, I think Steve Dace pointed out that they are <laughs> um, higher now than they were New Year's Eve of uh, last year. Uh, by long shot, record high numbers. Yeah, yeah, record high number. Um, mm-hmm. And 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 people were pointing out that mm. she was ripping. So obviously, New York City is in a state of crisis, right? <clears throat> I mean, that, right? that's what the city says. I mean, oh my gosh, one one thing after another. And yet, she was ripping Ted Cruz for going to Cancun when Texas was so oh, right. cold in February. <laughs> right. So uh, there's that hypocrisy. But she's Jeez. fun. No, she tried to spin this like it was the most pathetic attempt yeah here's uh she's she was talking about how really this is about republican men who want to have sex with her is what she was basically saying wait what it's so weird man where where did that come from uh (laughs) you talk about creepy and weird she said if republicans are mad they can't date me They can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet you creepy weirdos. What? I don't, I don't know. That is some weird stuff. Just I, gut check. Stop. Is that because do people comment on his flip-flops uh, yeah, or whatever? Yeah, I think his sandals or something, yeah. It's starting to get old, ignoring the very obvious, strange, and deranged <clears throat> sexual frustrations <laughs> that underpin the Republican fixation on me, women, and LGBT plus people in general. <laughs> what? Uh, these people clearly need therapy, won't do it, and use politics as their outlet instead. It's really weird. No, what's really weird is that people pointed out your hypocrisy, and so you decided they wanted to have sex with you. <laughs> How bizarre is that? Someone's trying too hard. Yeah, somebody <laughs> thinks way too much of themselves. Like she's every man's fantasy or something. How weird is that? And it was also pointed out that um, she can afford these trips to South Florida. Yeah. But yet she complains mm-hmm. that she can't afford to pay back her student loans. <laughs> right. 
Yes, another good point. Huh. Uh, I love the comments uh, that people posted after all of her babbling about sexual frustration from Republicans. <laughs> Do you know how insanely arrogant AOC must be to assume that all men find her attractive? It's according to a Daily Wire editor Ian Hayworth. Bold move when people disagree with my policy positions or call me a hip- hypocrite. I tell them they just want to F me as well. <laughs> yeah, you just want to have sex with me. Uh, that was uh, comedian Tim Young. People are fixated with you for being an entitled, hypocritical, socialist, lockdown, happy vaccine mandate ho <laughs> while vacationing in the free state of Florida. Uh-huh. You just suck as a person and as a public servant. That's really the extent of it, according to uh, Dave Rubin. <laughs> I like that one. That's, That's great a stuff. Good take right there. Uh, this from Joe uh, Pags. Oh, yeah. Ew, you're literally being called out for your blatant hypocrisy and you're making it about dating you or having sex with you. Uh, only screwing involved here is what you're doing to your constituents. <laughs> uh, they live by mandates in New York City as you're free and liberated in Florida. It's sick. Yep. That's great. Uh, from Candace Owens. You just want to have sex with me is potentially the filthiest, most immature response I've ever heard uttered from an elected official that's facing critique. She's quite literally creating a Republican sexual fantasy about herself. <laughs> oh. uh, amazing. Uh, just just a reprehensible human being. 888 Let me tell you about keeps. Uh, how will you know when you're ready to do something about your receding hairline or your bald spot when you're fixated on it? Like, instead of fixating on dating AOC, you know, you're fixating on your bald spots and that kind of stuff. Then, you know, it's time. Uh, so what do you do? That part is easy. You go to keeps. Keeps.com slash Pat. And you order the hair loss. First of all, you just answer a few questions online. And you post some pictures of your hair. And uh, Simple process. Then a lot, uh, you, which you have gone through. Yeah. Simple and process, man. Not only did it stop hair loss, it started hair regrowth on top of your head. In fact, this is this is what is so telling about how well <laughs> Keeps works is that I hesitate to take my hat off to demonstrate because underneath this, it's just unkempt and vacation mode still. Yeah. So <laughs> it's I got too much hair going on there. You know, it's like uh... I mean, that's amazing though. That's that's really something. Uh, <laughs> and the great thing is, if you have any questions along the way. Uh, you get confused or you don't know something, you can message your Keeps doctor 24-7. You can also track your progress with their progress tracking tool. And to get you started, we got a special discount. Go to keeps.com slash pat. You'll get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatment. Keeps.com slash pat. Pat Ray. Uh, welcome. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Get this. <coughs> Interesting little statistic. Oh, I like that. Over ninety-five percent of reported cases of the Omicron COVID nineteen variant in Germany occurred in fully vaccinated individuals huh huh 95 percent 
were fully vaccinated. Well, you know what that means. That means this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Oh, wait. That's what that means. A full 5% of people contracting this disease in Germany are unvaccinated. Running around. Running around, spreading it all over the place. Spike protein all over the place. Man. The uh, paper published on December 30th by the German agency Robert Koch Institute included information on the vaccination status of 4,206 individuals who contracted the latest variant. 4,020 people who reported contracting it, which equates to 95.6% actually of total cases. So it's almost 96% had received at least two two doses of COVID-19 vaccines. 28% of the Omicron positive group had also received a third dose or booster shot. Just 186 people contracting Omicron were unvaccinated in the entire sample, showing that vaccinated individuals were over 21 times as likely to contract it. Wow. What? (laughs) Hold on a second. How weird is that? No, this is is fun because... I alluded to the Steve Dace tweet. I found it here where he talked about um, in New York City where AOC obviously flees Mm -hmm. um, over Christmas break. 80% of the residents are double jabbed or more. New York City ended the year with more patients in ICU with COVID than it had on New Year's Eve 2020. Then also this fun fact, speaking of AOC fleeing New York City, New York City alone has... Uh, let's see, cases per 100,000 in the last seven days, 2,485. The entire state of Florida, 1,186. So, New York City, 2,485. Florida, the entire state, 1,186. You know, where there's no mandates. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> where, where the yeah. government isn't micromanaging every aspect of this. Yep. But, Amazing. but it's the, uh, it's the uh, pandemic of the... Of the unvaccinated. Unvaccinated. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that stat you just read right there... Uh, you read that again about the uh, the the twenty times uh, more likely there. Uh, <clears throat> vaccinated individuals were over twenty one times as likely to contract the COVID nineteen variant. Twenty one times more likely yeah, if you're vaccinated than non vaccinated. According to this study, yeah, you've got to hear Rochelle Walensky from the CDC over the weekend here. Check this out. Listen to All this right. clip here. Four what two. I can tell you is that you are ten times more likely to have a case of COVID if you are unvaccinated Wait, what? compared to if you are vaccinated and boosted. You are mm. twenty times more likely to die of COVID if you are unvaccinated compared to if you're <laughs> vaccinated and boosted. So mm. the, the ten times more likely to get it if you're unvaccinated. Sounds twenty times more likely to die. Sounds not the same as no, the, it doesn't. the study out of Germany. It sounds completely the opposite as what's going on in Germany, but at least with Omicron. Uh, you know that might be true of the Delta variant. I don't mm. know, but I mean, just the fear mongering is pretty amazing. They continue to fear monger here. Uh, but this German report also uh, cited about seven thousand other cases. And in 6,788 of them, information on the symptoms was provided. And this is on Omicron. Mostly no or mild symptoms were reported. 6,788 cases out of 7,000. 
124 patients uh, was all that were hospitalized. And four people died. Wow. I mean, uh, how do you make that into the most frightening disease of all time? Somehow they keep managing to do it. The data which appears to show that vaccines confer no advantage to preventing against uh, contracting the Omicron variant follows pharmaceutical companies reaching record high levels of lobbying efforts in America, both financially and in terms of hired personnel. Amidst heavy censorship of those criticizing the side effects and adverse reactions to the COVID-19 vaccine, the National Pulse has also revealed leading pharmaceutical giant Pfizer's conflicts of interest Mm -hmm. with social media platforms, Mm -hmm. including Facebook and media outlets like Reuters. Huh. Hmm. The report also follows many cities, including New York City and Washington, D.C., rolling out vaccine mandates to prevent the spread of the Omicron variant. The Biden White House also has pursued a federal vaccine mandate despite courts blocking the measure and had floated the possibility of requiring the jab for all domestic travelers on airplanes. <laughs> I told you it's coming, man. It's coming. That's that's going to yeah. suck. Yeah, so we have clips. Uh, we can get to a Fauci, um, you know, alluding to... Yeah, let's see what Fauci had to say about that, okay. uh, about the, the vaccine mandate for flying. Okay. Is that what this relates to? Well, yeah, but I mean, two days later, he changed his tune. So oh. uh, I don't know what you... Let's play the one where he's, where he's talking about... Yeah, let's like, play them both. A vaccine requirement for a person getting on the plane is just another level of getting people to have a mechanism... That would spur them to get vaccinated. Why you can't get on a plane? It's not even about unless health. You're vaccinated, which is just another one of the vaccinated, ways of getting requirements, oh whatever that might be. Okay, so, so that's I mean, what he said. First of all, could, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Then what did he say? Two days later, anything when that comes up as a possibility, we put it on the table and we consider it. That does not mean that it is going to be likely to happen. Oh. Right now, I don't think people mm. should expect. Mm that we're going to have a requirement in domestic flights for people to be vaccinated. When uh, I was asked that question, yeah. I gave an honest, honest answer. It's it's on the honest table. answer. He jumped the I, timeline. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't follow the didn't follow the plan. So as always, mm-hmm. I, I spoke out of both sides of my butt there. That's true. And uh, that's what I always do. Yeah. And yeah. that's why you hear both sides of every issue from me. Did you hear that, though? He said anything that gets people vaccinated, motivated to get them vaccinated, like this. It wasn't about health. People are sick. And Biden mm-hmm. says, hey, if my health team suggests uh, we do vaccine passports for air travel, then I guess we'll do that. I mean, we're... Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> Gray Unleashed. Uh, welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> God makes some interesting creatures. We were just talking about the platypus, for example, um, off the air. <clears throat> I mean, isn't that weird? Uh, it is weird. The animals that God makes <laughs> that just <laughs> look it is, weird. It's really weird, what, yeah. What's the it's deal really with the platypus? <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, robbers hit a high-end store in Palm Beach, Florida in a smash-and-grab heist. And there have been so many of these. So it, this smash-and-grab heist 
netted them over a million dollars worth of items. Whoa. 13 one-of-a-kind Hermes handbags valued at a total of nearly a million dollars were stolen from only Authentics Boutique uh, in in Palm Beach. Mm. And uh, several of these bags, these are purses worth $100,000 or more. $100,000 for a purse? I mean, I knew that they could get really expensive. You know, $1,000, $2,000, $4,000. for a purse? That's uh, Wow. That's, that's, that's a lot of money to be yeah. spending on a purse. Yeah. And in this day and age, maybe you don't put them in the storefront, you know, windows, where they're right there, and you can just smash the windows, grab the bags, and leave. Because that's what's going on all over the place and i think a lot of law enforcement agencies are trying to get these stores to not do that don't put your really expensive stuff up in the display case right in front uh where the windows face the street Mm. not a good idea anymore yeah because i guess the people that have a hundred thousand dollars to spend on a purse are going to know to go to that store. They yeah. don't, that is, it's not going to be an impulse buy. Like, right. Doo, 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 doo. Whoa. Oh, well, look at that. that. Yeah. I'm going to stop in here and buy me a $100,000 handbag. <laughs> That'll be great. I mean, the irony is if I saved up for a $100,000 purse, it's like then <laughs> then I wouldn't have any money to put into said purse. It would just be <laughs> yeah, there. Right. Yeah, <laughs> you'd have to live in your purse, uh-huh. <laughs> which is difficult. Does this thing uh, stop the rain? Because I had to mortgage my house. Yeah, if you just put it over your head yeah. like that. Yeah, it uh, would stop the rain pretty well. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I, I don't know. They gotta. They better start doing something about these smash and grab things. Or there's just going to be a lot of businesses that aren't in business anymore. Joe Biden's America, huh? Isn't that fun? Joe Biden's America. Yes, indeed. Uh, and... He was, uh, you know, after spending the last two years saying that his administration and the federal government would stop COVID. Okay. What? Here's what uh, Joe Biden said uh, last week. Look, there is no federal solution. This gets solved at a state level. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Then why do you keep doing the mandates? So why do you keep talking about mandates? So are we done? Like no more speeches by Brandon on COVID or no more mandates or... Vaxport talk or anything like that on a federal level? Well, uh, you would think that that's what he was saying, Mm -hmm. but his actions uh, don't really back that up. Uh, Here he is also uh, talking boosters. Oh, neat. Mm Mm-hmm. Let me ask you about what we heard from Israel overnight. They're already moving forward with uh, a second booster now. So this would be the fourth shot for people 60 and older and for frontline medical workers. Is that something you're considering? I listen to the scientists. And I'm sure the scientists are paying very close attention to that. There may be a need for another booster, but that remains to be seen. Mm. So it remains a possibility. It remains a possibility. Sure, sure. Everything's possible. The fourth booster, and then the fifth, and sixth, and seventh, and so on. Okay, well, you're flipping ahead in the book that's been planned out for us here. <laughs> right. You need to stay. I, I guess I shouldn't, right? Yeah, stay. Yeah, stay in the stay, just the front of the book. Yeah, stay stay on the page that okay. we're currently reading. Don't jump All right. ahead. All right. <laughs> what a mess. It is a mess. It is. And, you know, if you were to travel down memory lane a little bit and remember what all of these people 
we're saying all the public health experts talking about the COVID-19 vaccines and what they were going to mean and what they were going to do. Remember these. During uh, 2021, we should be able to manufacture a lot of vaccines. And and Mm -hmm. that vaccine, a key goal is to stop the transmission, to get the immunity levels up so that you get almost no, almost no uh, infection going on whatsoever. Everyone who takes the vaccine is not just protecting themselves, but reducing Mm -hmm. their transmission uh, to other people and allowing society to get back to normal. We can kind of almost see the end. We're we're vaccinating so very fast. Our data from the CDC today suggests, um, you know, that that vaccinated people do not carry the virus, don't get sick. Now we know that the vaccines work well enough that the virus stops with every vaccinated person. A vaccinated person gets exposed to the virus. The virus does not infect them. The virus cannot then use that person to go anywhere else. You cannot it. use a vaccinated person as a host well, to go get more people. Really good. Yeah. Really that good. Means that means the vaccines will get us to the end of this. Mm. Essentially, vaccines block you from getting and giving oh. the virus. Mm. Fully vaccinated people. Yeah. Fully are vaccinated. at a very, very low risk of getting COVID-19. Right. Right. Therefore, <clears throat> Therefore, if you've been fully vaccinated, mm-hmm. you no longer need to wear a mask. When people oh. are vaccinated, they can feel safe that they are not going to get infected. We have all the vaccines we need. We just need our people to take it. A, for their own protection, for the protection of their family, but also to break the chain of transmission. You want to be a dead end to the virus. So when the virus gets to you, you Bam. stop it. You just you stop it. You don't allow it to use right. you He's as good. the stepping stone to the next person. It can't go I anywhere. I think given the country uh-huh. as a whole, yeah. the fact that we have now about 50% of adults mm-hmm. fully vaccinated yeah. mm-hmm. and about 62% of adults having received at least one dose In June. as a nation, I, I'm, I feel fairly certain you're not going to see the kind of surges mm-hmm. we've seen in the past. <laughs> if you're vaccinated, you're not going to be hospitalized. Uh-huh. You're not going to be in an ICU unit and you're not going to die. You're OK. You're not going to you're not going to get COVID if you have these vaccinations. Yeah. Oh, huh. well, that's great. Well, OK. In Germany, 95 percent of vaccinated people, 95 um, percent of the people who just didn't came down with uh, COVID-19, the Omicron variant, mm-hmm. 95% of them were, were vaccinated. We've already established fully vaccinated. that this was the 5% running around. Yeah, the, who are spreading this Thank thing you. all over the place. Okay. Bastards. Finish your thought next time. <laughs> I don't want to have to drag you into it. Right, right. Thank <sighs> you. Thank you for that clarification. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, that's important. So that was, uh, that was our experts wow. as recently as July. My God. Gosh. Saying, "Hey, man, it's done." Oh, uh, you're get- you're a roadblock now. If you've been <laughs> vaccinated, bam, you stop it cold in its tracks. Uh, the vaccine just ran into a bridge abutment, <laughs> bam, and it's dead. It just dies right there with you. Hmm. So, but you won't die. Uh, just the vaccine. Just the just the virus will. So, right. We got that going for us. Right. Just the. Vi- Let's be clear. Only the, the virus, virus is going to die no, right. if you get the vaccine. You're not good. If you get the vaccine, then mm-hmm. that means you might live forever. Uh, <laughs> nothing will ever kill you. Uh, and you wow. can never, ever go to the hospital. You'll never get sick, and you won't die. So that's pretty good. That's a that's pretty good. Oh, that's a bargain. Yeah. 
except uh, none of those things apply, uh-huh. of course, anymore. Uh, we found that, I don't know what the, seriously, I, I don't even know what the overall ratio is of vaccinated people getting infection. Is it is it even 50% anymore? Is it 40% of the fully vaccinated people that don't get this? What is the percentage now? Because it's certainly not 94, 95% that don't get uh, COVID-19 if you're vaccinated. Yeah, the montage just they, they told us 100%. Yeah. What they said. Right. They did. Bam. Bam. It's a dead end. You just kill that thing. Dead Uh end for some people. Interesting. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, in New York City, the NYPD has been out enforcing uh, that city's Vaxport nonsense. Oh, good. You got to keep the the law and order, right? You do. Yeah. Well, there was a little boy who was uh, trying to celebrate his birthday at a McDonald's, Mm. but... uh, I don't think the kid had. He, I don't think he had a mask on. Let's see here. Did he? Oh, he's trying to kill people. Oh look! Uh, yeah, that's, look at that. that's cute that the police show up to wish the kid a happy birthday. Is that what's happening here? No, that's, that's not it. That's not it. Look, okay. they've surrounded the table. What? Scaring a child, traumatizing a child. Jeez. Hope How you feel many good about officers NYPD? does it take? Okay. Look at I, that! Look at how many cops are there! Madness. This is disgusting! This is gross! You guys failed us last night. You failed us last night. Wow. Oh, the poor kid. Look at him. Yeah. Holding on Traumatized. to his mom. You failed us. We're here for you. Another victim of this... Now, is this because they're not vaccinated or yeah. they're not wearing masks? They're not you vaccinated. Okay. How do how do we know that? Because when you come into the restaurant, oh, they, you got to show show the vax pass. Now, I remember hearing that that the NYPD wasn't going to enforce this necessarily, but they have definitely been enforcing the whole, it. They got the whole police force in there enforcing it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like like this is a table of. Uh-huh. Middle Eastern terrorists yeah. or something. Yeah, they're plotting their next uh, attack on the city there. Yep. That is amazing. As, uh... The, hold on, I gotta find this tweet. Hold on. So are they gonna actually escort yeah. them out of the out yeah. of the McDonald's? Yeah, and next time we're gonna arrest you. My gosh. There you go. Okay. Good morning, yeah. Yeah, you guys must yeah, a be child, a child crying is real funny, proud. Right, for you? Yep. Wow. And that, that, yeah, that's what he said. There won't be charges pressed upon your name. <laughs> I mean, almost verbatim, right? <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to find this tweet from the uh, Libertarian Party of Minnesota. Um, All right. It's, it's worded beautifully. But basically, they said that... Uh, um, your taxes, uh, that's the price uh, you got to pay to have uh, kids escorted out of restaurants. You know, that's your tax dollars at work there. Um, and that that's exactly what that is, man. It, 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 these it's cops despicable. that are put in these positions, mm-hmm. I just, I, I hate it for them. But uh, at what point, if you wear the badge, and I'm talking to you cops out there listening, at what point do you like, ah, that's, a, that's unlawful. I'm not, I'm not going to violate people's freedoms. Yeah, uh, right. Doing it. Right. Yeah. You know what? Show me the law that you're enforcing right mm-hmm. now. Show me that. Show me the law that is being enforced because there isn't one. 
you know, the New York legislature did not pass a law stating that you can't go into a restaurant without a vaccine passport. That was a mandate from the stupid mayor of that city who's not even in office anymore. Yeah. Taxes are the price we pay to have police throw five-year-olds out of restaurants. Wow. That's the tweet. And that's sad but true. Jeez. Mm-hmm. But that's New York City. There are sane parts of the country uh, that mm-hmm. still remain. Sheriff Mark Lamb, Pena County, Arizona, talking about law enforcement and what they should do in this era of uh, COVID mandates. Hey, folks, Sheriff Lamb out here in Arizona. So this video may touch some nerves, especially from some people in my profession. Uh, but I think it needs to be said. I, I continue to watch videos where people are being kicked out of restaurants and sometimes by force. Mm-hmm. I just watched one in particular where a young boy uh, and his family were being asked to leave a restaurant. Clearly the boy's distraught. Very sad video to watch. Multiple police officers standing there, which what I believe is probably because the family wasn't vaccinated, asked to leave the restaurant. Um, the only way that these ridiculous and unconstitutional mandates and orders, which are not laws, are going to continue huh. is if you can hear that before. That. So I'm yeah. asking my brothers and sisters who put on this badge every day mm-hmm. to have the courage to say no. Thank you. Have the courage to stand up for the people mm-hmm. and have the courage to stand up for what is right. God bless and stay safe. Mm-hmm. That's nice. That's nice. Uh, he obviously was watching the same video we just did yep. and was a little bit put off by it, as he should be. And like you said, I thought the NYPD said they weren't going to enforce these mandates. Wasn't that what we heard? I heard that early Maybe on. It was, a, was it a different city and a different police department? <laughs> I thought it was New York City Police Department. But there they are. I mean, there were, I don't know, seven, eight, ten cops there yeah. enforcing... But we're starting to see a... A lot more videos like that coming out of New York City. Um, now they have a new mayor. Um, I don't know if things are going to change now, but um, you know he started on the job on Saturday. Um, oh yeah, saw, Eric, uh, Eric Adams. Adams. Yeah, Eric Adams was on his way to work on <laughs> day one and uh, encountered uh, uh, an issue and uh-huh. had to call nine one one about it. Watch this. Look at this. He's calling to report an assault. Yes, uh, I'm at Broadway in Kosciuszko, and I have been assault in progress. Uh, three males. Yes. There you I'm go. Sorry. Welcome to the job, sir. <laughs> uh, enjoy your uh, your city. That's uh, how weird is that? First day, he's on his way in uh, on the train, I guess. And mm-hmm. uh, calls in a an assault, three men beating up a woman. Golly, jeez. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Biden says if uh, medical team his medical team advises it, yeah, he'll he will issue domestic travel vaccine requirements. Uh, and then, and then he said that 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 he was done with the vaccine requirements or the the federal government. Uh, shouldn't be doing that. That shouldn't be a well, federal yeah. thing. It should be done by the states. Yeah, yeah. Fauci skipped ahead. Remember? Yeah, he screwed up. Yeah, he, he uttered it too quickly. <clears throat> oh crap! I was reading from the wrong handout from my overlords. <laughs> so, 
And then the message didn't get to Biden in time before he made that comment. And so, I mean, now you got to issue another memo and make sure everybody's on the same page before y'all talk again. I got to get their memo straightened out. Mm-hmm. Because it's starting to become embarrassing. Yeah, for y'all them. get on the same same page here. I'm sorry that your overlords are in another time zone, on the other side of the planet, but they need to know when the business day begins over here. Make sure everybody's reading the same release. Uh, and last week, the CDC updated the Omicron booster numbers while nobody was looking. Oh yeah. Center for Disease Control. And uh, prevention significantly revised its model of the breakdown of COVID-19 variants. Yes. Yeah. Remember, Omicron was going to rule us all. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. And they said it was going to be what? Like 73% of cases are Omicron. Uh, That's what they said on just on December 18th. 73.2% of cases nationwide. They've revised that down just slightly from 73.2%. 22.5%. 22.5%. So it went from 73 to 22. Yeah. Yeah, that's a kind of a significant drop. He's had to tweak the numbers, you know. Huh. Math is not... It's not everybody's strong suit. No, that's right. That's right. The agency's current model suggests that the Delta variant still represents 41.1% of U.S. infections. Mm. CDC updates the model weekly. Setting aside the question of how the initial estimate was so inaccurate... If the CDC's new estimate of Omicron prevalence is precise, then it suggests that a good portion of the current hospitalizations we're seeing um, may be driven by Delta infections. Mm -hmm. Which makes sense because apparently the Omicron virus is, uh, the variant, is pretty mild. And sometimes people aren't even getting symptoms at all from it. And if they are getting symptoms, again, they're mild. So... Well, they're good at this. They're really good. At their job. In other words, they just they don't have any idea they, right, what's they, going on. They can't predict mm-hmm. uh, months out. They said that the, the vaccine was going to stop this thing in its tracks. Now now they can't model out a week ahead. But uh, they'll get it right eventually. And this is over two years now because it started in, really, we started hearing about it uh, in December of 2019. Mm-hmm. So now it's January 2022. Two, a little over two years later, and they still know very little about this thing. They really don't understand it. They don't know anything about it, and they proved that. I mean, we showed you what they said about the vaccines before we really knew what was going to happen with the vaccines. The vaccine was going to completely prevent the disease, and you're just going to be a roadblock to it. <laughs> I mean, they they don't dare utter that kind of stuff anymore because it's just not it's not accurate. And yet, they expect you to trust them, believe them. They are changing society around mandates Mm -hmm. and the vaccine and forcing employers to compel you to get this shot that they don't even know what it does. Yeah. And once it's inside your body, I mean, come on. What was the... uh, Oh, my gosh. Let me see if I have this here. here. I I don't know where it is. But um, somebody was asking... I think it's a great question. It's this government that is compelling you to get this injection if you want to remain employed effectively. Uh, they they don't require this for handouts from the government, like for welfare checks? What What is that all about? I mean, if it's mm-hmm. for our own good and our health, then why aren't you compelling people that are receiving handouts from the government? Pretty good question. Yeah, really good question. Uh, 
you know, and they're, they've even, I don't know if they've convinced President Trump to start talking about this or if he just wants to, you know, <laughs> jump back in and take some credit for it. But he was on tour with uh, with Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. They were doing a, a multiple city tour for and kind of a comedy thing uh, and a little discussion. You know, it's like what Glenn and, and Bill used to do. Yeah. Um, and President Trump decided to discuss the vaccine and uh, the boosters. This was this going thing. to ravage the country far beyond what it is right now. <clears throat> take credit for it. Take credit for it. It's a great, what we've done is historic. Don't let them take it away. Don't take it away from ourselves. You're playing that, you're playing right into their hands when you sort of like, oh, the vaccine. If you don't want to take it, you shouldn't be forced to take it. No mandates, but take credit because we saved tens of millions of lives take credit don't mm. let them take that away from you okay so the president made news Do you agree with that right <laughs> okay Both yeah they'll the agree with that and i are vaxxed and uh, did you get the booster yes i got it too okay so um oh, don't 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 no, no. that's all. It's a very tiny group over there uh-huh. mm-hmm. yeah very tiny group I think that's a much more significant group than uh, he'd like to admit. Yep, it's going to be an interesting primary, isn't it? Apparently, he was really uh, hurt by that, according to Bill. Uh, that the really, booing? That bothered oh, him. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, it bothered him. Yeah. And and he he's, he's trying to give them the credit for it when really he wants the credit for the, for the shot. Uh, because he did bring it about. Well, what he right? could have done there, yeah. he could have avoided offending anybody. And if Bill asks him a question, you just say, ah, "I'm not going to discuss my uh, my my health situation here." You know, I don't think it's appropriate that we get into, you know, and yeah. then, and he turns it into a personal choice issue for everybody. Yay! Right. And then move on. Except he's proud of it. Correct. He's proud of it, and he's going to make sure that we hear about it. <laughs> and that's why I yeah, say. That uh, Republican primary... uh, Be interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Very. Uh, Yeah. Be interesting to see if he's in it and people use that against him. 888-900-3393. Use that number tomorrow uh, when we will be back here again uh, with you. Uh, Thanks for being here. 888-900-3393. That'll be the number you call tomorrow. 2022 already feels better, doesn't it, Pat? Yeah, doesn't it, though? It's just so good now. Everything's fine now. Yeah. Everything's fine.